better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Kyle, happy Wednesday. What it do, baby? February mock. I'm ready to go. You have on, what is this jacket? Is this a dolphin starter jacket you have on? Uh, I got it for Christmas like 15 years ago. It's got like the 98 logo on it. Yeah. And my grandfather uh, got it for me for Christmas a couple years back. It looks like I'm watching Yellowstone right now, and it looks like the the jacket that Kevin Cosner frequently wears, except for without the dolphin stuff on it, but like stylistically with like the big collar, mm-hmm. you know? Who's your what's your favorite Kevin Costner movie? My wife and I talked about this yesterday. Uh, I think it's The Guardian. We've seen this. He's a uh, rescue diver. No, I don't think I've seen yeah, that. One. I, I like that's the one I asked. We had the conversation when you think Kevin Costner, what's the role that you know how every actor has that role? Like they do all these other things, but there's the role that you always associate with them. For me, it, it was the guardian with Kevin Costner. And I know he's been in some good ones. I mean, and Schubert's going to say draft day for sure. It's not entirely true. That is a good movie, but I don't know what I would consider my Kevin Costner go-to. Let's see. Dances Kyle. with wolves. That's really? probably the, that was the first one I thought of, but I don't know if other people like that movie enough. Danka. So uh, I even know the, the line. <laughs> The, the hands up for the horns, Tatanka, and he's doing like dancing around there, trying to figure out how to communicate. For love of the game was my number two. That was the other movie that I associated with him. Uh, my wife was, was it um, Message in a Bottle? Is he in that? He is in that. Yeah, yes. that's the one she told me was hers. Yeah, yeah so. he's also in Bull Durham, so you have that as yeah. well. So there's a lot of sports movies. I believe nobody said Waterworld. It's a bad movie. I've never seen it's it, so I, don't, I can't. I can't comment. You've never seen Waterworld? No, not good. Oh man, don't. It's not good. You're welcome in advance for not. Okay, our Kevin Costner takes her out of the way. It's time for our February mock draft picks one through sixteen today. First yes, that's correct. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. I have odds. Kyle you has do evens. Odds. Are you going to trade out of one? That's what I want to figure out no you know i think the jaguars are gonna sit there and, and make a pick and uh Chris already <laughs> made it. it's, already, it's already done all right we're, we're starting uh all right so we, jingle? We, we didn't even get the jingle i know I, one it. i can't play the jingle too really like we're gonna we're gonna deliberate over dun, who dun, the jacks are taking them rolling dun, dun, dun. there it is Look, kyle delivered for us that mm-hmm. this is going to be the boring part of mock drafts um for the rest of the way here Trevor Lawrence, that's the pick for the Jaguars. It, he's the best Period. quarterback. They have a need. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Brett Favre would so tell you chalky. they don't have a need. What's that? Brett Favre would tell you they don't have a need. Yeah, you know, Brett Favre doesn't host an NFL <laughs> oh, draft podcast for that's a reason. A, I'm that, that's a good point. Let me let me actually let me fix this here. Let me fix let me fix this for you, Joe. Let me let me do the Brett. Let me he do the wants Brett Favre version. Devont- yeah, so imagine, fixed, imagine a, a 170 pound receiver number one overall when you don't have a quarterback and Trevor Lawrence is available. Yeah, we're not doing that. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson, Jaguars, chalk. I could see why Brett would like stand for Gardner Minshew a little bit, though. You know. 
Really? Yeah, he's got like the the fun. He's from that area, right? Mississippi. Got the mullet. You think about all the connections I can make? Is that what this is? Is that buddies? Okay. I don't know. No, I don't think they're buddies, but. All right. So the Jets are on the board at two. And Chris, uh, this is a lot of responsibility (laughs) on my part because I want to give you the right quarterback. And we were trying to be predictive here. Do I think the, the first thing we need to answer is do we foresee Deshaun Watson getting traded to the point in which we need to make that decision today? I don't know anymore, man. Are we, would we like to take Houston's word for it? And that hurt to say out loud that they're not going to trade him. Did would we just, like to do a scenario in which everybody stays chalk? Listen, did you bet online.ag? has had the Jets as the highest odds to get Watson every step of the way, including their updated, you know, who's going to be, who's getting Deshaun Watson, whatever. It was like two days ago. It continues to be the Jets at the top of the list. But do you think he gets traded before the draft? The Jets can, the, the Jets can still make this happen if it waits out beyond the draft because they have all the extra capital moving beyond this year. So it's like for Miami, it's like if you're going to if you were to get it done, you'd have to do it before the draft. But if Houston is reserved to not trading him and then they get to like July and they're like, oh, wait, he's not kidding. Maybe he's really not oh. coming. Then like, oh. you know, you know what I'm saying? That Houston's would be a gonna disaster. Trade Deshaun if they, Watson and not get anything this year for him. If they don't That's get terrible. two or three this year for Deshaun Watson, they need to be relocated. Yeah, they're, and they're incredibly dumb, but like. Why would we not think that's a within the realm of possibility based on how they have handled every other bit of running this team? They're gonna, I, there's a there is a chance in which they try to play hardball, and that's what I'm asking. Do we want to assume Houston saying we're not trading Deshaun? Okay, so then we're going to do the draft without it, and then you're going to get to training camp, and he's going to sit out, and he's still not going <laughs> to talk to your coach, and you're like, oh, well, I guess we probably should trade him and you'll get a fraction of what you would have gotten otherwise, and the Jets are the team that has the most at that point because Miami no longer has multiple picks to to offer. Okay, well then we have a new wrinkle to add to this. Yes. The Jets don't know that, though. The Jets don't know that they can make the trade, so they might take a quarterback here regardless. Well, they they would, but I'm saying just for the sake of do we need to trade to get Houston on the clock? Are we saying, hey, we're going to keep the draft order chalk, we're not going to do any movement before the draft for Deshaun Watson, which is what I would personally like to propose for this hypothetical. Keep the order the way that it is. Okay. Joe, you good with that? Fine. Uh, barring you guys making a trade on draft. Though. Right. Like, right those right, trades are right. – feel free. Right, right, right. Okay, so Zach Wilson's going to be the pick here for the Jets at two. There's too much momentum for him being QB2 um, versus, you know, my personal preference would be Justin Fields, but it, it really seems like if we're going to do it predictively. and uh, The momentum for Wilson is undeniable. Uh, he had a – better season from start to finish than what Justin Fields did. Um, And and because of that, I will go with Zach Wilson, make Chris happy and lock him in uh, with the number two pick. And if anybody's interested in Sam Darnold, give me a ring. Let's do some business because I'm currently acting as Joe Douglas. Okay. I'm up with the Miami Dolphins, a pick number three, and I'd like to know if the Carolina Panthers would like to move up. Yeah, you know what? I think we would, okay. to be honest with you. Um, 
Chris, can you put me on the top because I'm I'm the one coming up? We can absolutely do that. Yes, please. Kyle, Kyle controls the Panthers with pick eight. I'm the Dolphins GM with pick three. We're going to tangle here. Carolina's at an interesting intersection here because you have Justin Fields and Trey Lance both still on the board. You got Atlanta at four, who's potentially a quarterback hungry team. You have uh, Philadelphia at six, who may be trading Carson Wentz. We don't know how married they are to Jalen Hurts. You've got Denver at nine is another quarterback hungry team, San Francisco at 12. Yeah, we want to go get our guy. And we know they're, they were in on Matt Stafford. They're going to be in on a lot of quarterbacks, including Deshaun Watson. But if we're operating in the assumption that that movement doesn't happen, they're not going to wait around and just hope for the best, right? So uh, Carolina, Joe, would like to offer you 8, 40, and next year's 1. Oh, yeah, we're turning the card. That's even more than I was expecting. Really? Yeah, I thought I thought I was have, I'd have to get a 3. No, I didn't know that was getting 40. We're we're coming up for a quarterback. So like we're not we're not gonna be cheap with it. We got a guy that we believe in. We're gonna we're gonna give you the plus value to come up and get uh, it. Thanks, uh Scott. Scott Fitterer, appreciate right. uh right. the deal. Yep, it's done. Easy enough. Yep. I'm not gonna be a hard ass on you, you know. So we'll pick here. <laughs> and uh Carolina now picking at three, my team. Uh we're gonna pick Justin Fields. I uh, just got done saying, you know, uh I personally prefer Justin Fields as QB three. I think he will be QB three. I know there's some momentum for Trey Lance, but the sample size has to matter. Right. So I'm care. I'm a, I am Carolina. I'm looking at Justin Fields, the athleticism that he has throwing to the kinds of weapons that Carolina has. Even if Curtis Samuel leaves in free agency, he has all players that can give you replicatable, results to what he experienced at Ohio state. And you're going into a timeline within the division in which Tampa Bay, they're running it back and that's fine. They'll be a force to be reckoned with in 2021, but new Orleans is a hot mess and you just jumped Atlanta. Who's getting ready to make a transition and, and you've made life harder on them as well. So that for me was a no brainer. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. So now I'm picking four again for... Atlanta. Anybody want to come up? <laughs> um, what about Cincinnati? Is Cincinnati at all interested in, in closing the door here on uh, Penny Sewell? No, we're good. I, I hate just going quarterback for the sake of going quarterback. If we do have an extended window here with Matt Ryan, I'd love to trade back. What about Denver? Denver interested in coming up? 
we're not interested in giving up our first round pick next year. Can a deal get done without our 2022 no. one? No. Yeah. I'm dumb, but I'm not stupid. No. Um, what about New England? Are they interested in coming up? Is that my team? Yeah, 15. So I, I'm just, I just really want to work jump. the lines. I just, it's a huge I, I really want to work the lines. It's Does San Francisco want to come up? That's a team you're controlling? No. Okay. Not for well. Trey Lance. San Francisco's quarterback was going two picks ago. Sounds like you're going to have to make a pick. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Atlanta. There's not an edge that I'm in love with picking here. So I either go BPA, which is Penny Sewell. I draft quarterback of the future in Trey Lance, or I draft a Julio Jones replacement. Correct. I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit here. I'm going to pick the Julio Jones replacement. Give me Jamar Chase, wide receiver LSU. Uh, His style of play is the most similar to what Julio Jones has of of the top receivers in this year's class. Obviously, they have Calvin Ridley, uh, who is a very productive receiver. Julio Jones, they're kind of teasing, hey, we're getting ready to transition. I think between Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, going into next offseason as players who are more easily digestible to trade, uh, maybe you can get some good assets and position yourself to get a quarterback next off season. Uh, but I didn't want to go Trey Lance just for the sake of going Trey Lance when they said Matt Ryan's not going anywhere. So with that in mind, I'm going to go embarrassment of riches on, in a division that scores a lot of points. And I'm going to get Jamar Chase, kind of the Dallas Cowboys route that they took uh, this past year when they took CeeDee Lamb at 18. I got Cincinnati Bengals at pick five, and we are happy because Penny Sewell, the offensive tackle from Oregon, is on the board. And um, you think about not only the need to upgrade the offensive line, but adding Sewell to the mix probably makes your offensive line better in two spots because Jonah Williams, I think, has position flexibility. He had, he had a good year this past year, but he could play right tackle. I think he could play guard. So as you em- embark on this quest to find the best five offensive linemen and upgrade them to give Joe Burrow a better opportunity to succeed this year. Sewell is the dream. And um, whether it's four quarterbacks in a row in front of them, which I think is a possibility or one wild card, like a a Jamar chase. If the NFL really does like Rashawn Slater better than Sewell, maybe Kyle Pitts. I think there's a path to Sewell getting to five and and here's one of them. And uh, this is a great pick for Cincy. So Philadelphia is on the clock at six. And let's burn the whole world down. Kyle Pitts, tight end Florida, is going to be my pick. Zach Ertz is not coming back. You know, the cap situation in Philly is sticky. Uh, Anytime you have, like, a tearful thank you exit press conference at the end of the year for your time in Philadelphia, like, the writing's on the wall, right? You're probably not coming back. Uh, But Philadelphia, they they stay within the uh, Doug Peterson, Andy Reid, Frank Wright coaching tree. Uh, Philadelphia has traditionally done a lot with two tight ends, multiple tight ends. They've been productive. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, uh, you can make the argument, is one of these um, juiced-up Travis Fulgham-type receivers, right? Travis Fulgham came in there, had some success this past year, uh, phased out inexplicably down the road just because Alshon Jeffrey was back, but that's a story for another day, I suppose. Uh, So Kyle Pitts 
whether you want to play him as one of your two tight ends along with Dallas Goddard, who I think can take the inline reps and be perfectly fine. Now he's, he's well-seasoned enough at the NFL level or use Kyle Pitts at wide receiver. Uh, I really like this fit for Philadelphia. So that will be the pick uh, here at number six. Detroit lions. Number seven, overall, always a tough team to pick for ring, ring. Oh, hello. Yes. Ring, ring. Hey, Joe, this is uh, Marty Herney with the Washington football team. Oh, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm great. Just wanted, wanted to call check in. You know, it seems like you guys are really invested in a long-term rebuild there. You got a bunch of draft assets courtesy of the Stafford deal. Congrats, by the way. It was a great deal for you guys. Oh, thanks. Thanks. So anyway, so uh wanted to give you a call and see what your uh what your preferences were here at seven and if you had any interest in in potentially dropping down and, and picking up some more additional future draft capital to work with. Yeah, I mean this is a big swing, you know, we're gonna move back twelve spots, but if you are. if the deal yeah. is right, you know, we we'd be interested in that. Right. So I was reading Kyle Krabs's mock draft over at the draftnetwork.com uh this week. It came out on Monday and they just added the second round to it overnight last night. So you should you know, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. You should go check it out. But anyway, sorry, I digress. Uh, they gave uh, Detroit in the mock draft 19, 51, 123, and next year's one to move up to seven. I'm kind of curious if that's something that uh, tickles your fancy or not. Oh, it. Uh, we are we are tickled for sure, and we would love to take that offer. Great. You know, that gives you guys three first round picks for next year and two the following year gives you two twos this year to work with. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to send the card into the, the commissioner, I'll fire up the old fax machine I got over here and see if I can get it to, to send that out for us. Done. OK, so the Washington football team's going to draft Trey Lance here. They've been, they were uh, aggressive. Uh, they they were one of the teams in contention and gave a very strong offer for Matt Stafford. Uh, so because of that, Washington, we're kind of on the fringes here of quarterback purgatory. I think about Trey Lance's strengths versus what Ron had so much success with, with Cam Newton. And I think there's some parallels there that make a lot of sense. And therefore I'm not going to be shy. Uh, you know, ownership here is going to, going to green stamp aggressive moves and get a quarterback and Washington won the division last year. And, Lo and behold, they still managed to find themselves in position to get one of the big four. So they will draft Trey Lance here at number seven with the trade. All right, I'm up at pick eight with the Miami Dolphins, who moved back with the Carolina Panthers. And we got our choice of Alabama receivers here, Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell. I don't think you can go wrong here. Devonta Smith, a really um, detailed player in terms of his route running, consistent catching the football, really undersized, Jalen Waddell. Maybe not as polished as Smith, but I mean, just a, another tier of athlete. And I think that's what Miami needs. I think they need some some weapons that can really stress defenses with speed, horizontally and vertically, winning after the catch, separating down the field, just opening more options up for that offense. And so Jalen Waddle, wide receiver Alabama, he, he's going to be the pick here for us over Smith because I think we want that high upside athlete uh, to add that speed dynamic to the defense. And then I'm back up with pick yeah, number nine. You, you got two more. So the Denver Broncos. Um, Shelby Harris. Did you guys see this? Shelby Harris last week, uh, one of their best defensive players. He was on with Trevor Sikama and did a live mock draft, like seven rounds for the Denver Broncos. It was super cool. And he was all about 
finding some help at cornerback because that unit got really thin this season. And, you know, A.J. Bouye is a cut candidate. I think he will get cut, and that doesn't leave a whole lot of options. I mean, Ojemudie certainly could be an answer for them. Uh, Callahan's more of a slot. I think they need some outside guys here. And so you look at Pat Sertain, the second. You look at Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. I think both would be great picks. I'll be a little bit more predictive here. I think they're going to like Sertain uh, better, and that's going to be the pick here. And I think they're both really good in press coverage. I think Sertan's got a little bit more of a resume to stand on, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's the type of corner that Vic Fangio wants is that really outstanding press man, physical corner. And I, I think that he's a little bit more of a sure thing than Farley, who I think may have a higher ceiling, but I, I think that they want to get that player that they know what they're getting and certain certainly fits. Okay. So Dallas now on the clock at 10 and, um, there's two players I'm interested in, in closing here. Uh, one of them is Caleb Farley, the corner from Virginia tech. Obviously they lost Byron Jones in free agency and, um, that secondary suffered a great deal as a result. The other is Rayshon Slater, uh, offensive tackle. Joe, we've talked at length about Tyron Smith and, and his contract situation and Dallas's cap situation. And apparently they're going to get something done with Dak Prescott. So they're going to have to move some money around. And like, could Tyron Smith, a transition there, uh, be in the cards? I, I think I want to go Farley uh, just because Byron's, Byron Jones leaving and being as good of a, of a size athlete as what he was, uh, was underappreciated in Dallas because he didn't get interceptions. Uh, Caleb Farley's got some ball skills to work with, and he is every bit of the same kind of size fluid athlete uh, that Byron Jones is. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and Farley can hopefully alleviate some of the uh, frustrations that were there when Byron Jones was there. All right. I'm up next with the Jersey Giants. Uh, pick number 11. I see what you did there. Yeah. You got to do it. You know, I got support. Yeah. I got to be with my people from time to time. Um, I think they got to be thinking offense with this pick. You know, it's easy to look at that defense and, and want to give them a corner, want to give them an edge. But I mean, this was the 31st ranked offense in football last year. They got a quarterback in Daniel Jones that needs to deliver this year. And so I want to make sure he has what he needs to deliver. And I think that's Devonta Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Get open, catch the football, be consistent. I mean, that's Devonta Smith. And Jones needs some receivers he can rely on. You know, Darius Slayton is is very flashy. There's been injuries with Evan Ingram. Kyle Pitts didn't get that far down the board this time. And so I think that that player that can help impact our offense that we need is Devonta Smith and, and give a, you know, a really what I think is going to be a reliable option for whatever team drafts him. You think we'll get any heat for Smith falling to 11? I mean, 11's not very far. You know what I mean? Like the first right. receiver last year got drafted right here at 11. You know, like we've had two go before him. Hey, he's 170 pounds, man. Like I don't, <laughs> you know, that, at the end of the day, that, that doesn't preclude him from having success. But Kyle, we we have been very lucky to to talk with a lot of scouts and front office people over the last six months, I would say, in in our scouting meetings with the Draft Network. How often do they come in there and say, Big people beat up little people Yep, every time, man. So whether or not like we want to sit here and, and be respectful of the career and skill set that Devonta Smith had, we know that the NFL believes that 
And so with that in mind, I don't think it's crazy that a falling to pick 11 is um, out of the cards. Quote, unquote, falling. Right. 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 So I have San Francisco here at 12. Uh, The corners came off the board. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Sherman this offseason. Into your offensive line is interesting. There's not a quarterback that I love. I'm not, I, Mac Jones feels like a parallel move to Jimmy G. So I'm not going to force that at 12. I know they've been interested in kicking the tires on some of these other guys, but I'll get Ray Sean Slater. Yep. And you think about San Francisco, Shanahan, the wide zone, outside zone, Slater's athleticism projecting into that. That to me is just so much of a home run fix. And I know Lakin Tomlinson's the other guard there, and he's more of a bigger body type. Uh, but Slater's would be fine. And, and you're probably drafting him to play guard. But I'm okay with it knowing that long-term he may take a tackle role. He may take the left tackle role long-term from Trent Williams, uh, who's a little bit of an older player. So give me Slater. Gives you the best combination of five. You got long-term potential at left tackle. All right, I got the Los Angeles Chargers. We've been doing good. Like it's I think we just it's officially the Los Angeles Chargers. It's not hard for me anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, we'll it's, still we, screw up the Raiders tomorrow when we do. <laughs> they still got another year of of uh I think uh, of grace before that's a thing. All right, LA Chargers. This is my this is my favorite pick that just it always winds up happening and I think it's a slam dunk. Virginia Tech offensive tackle Christian Derisaw. I mean, the days of Sam Tevy being your starting left tackle, they, they should have been over three years ago, but they keep happening. So we we got to put this to bed, man. And, and Darisaw, um, I, I really like his tape. I really like his skill set. I mean, he's got he's got good mobility. He can get out in space and, and you know, connect with moving targets down the field. But, you know, the, the tenacity that he showed as a run blocker this this past year at Virginia Tech and you know, his, his mirroring skills and pass pro. And I think he's got good length and, you know, I just think he's a total package and at 13 to get your blindside protector for Justin Herbert and feel good about it. I think that's a slam dunk. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Yeah. The football season might be over, but the NBA college basketball and NHL seasons are in full swing and BetOnline.ag even covers awards TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline also has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website betonline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Again, betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That sigh you heard was Rick Spielman. Well, there's a I know there's another offensive lineman that you like. There's two here really if you want to go all in for the Vikings. Yeah, is, is uh, anybody interested in, in moving up in front of New England for Mac Jones? Chris Ballard, you there? No. Chris? No? Wait, what pick does Chris Ballard have? 21. Is that an odd team? Yes, Joe, 21 is an odd number. 
would like to uh I'd like to call up um Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas wants to call up. Well, the, uh, Chris Ballard would like to call Joe Douglas. Oh, you slide dog. All right. This is Joe. <laughs> That's so weird cuz all right. Wait, why would we, we not Joey, do this? We why Joe would we not Chris. do this on tomorrow's show? Because these two because, teams pick tomorrow. Joe needs to figure out if he's going after Sam Donald okay, or fair enough. has to chase Mac Jones here and get in front of New England for him. This uh, is Joe. Yeah, so Joe, um, yeah, yeah, if we could pull up our our, our trade uh, portal here. Uh, I am the Colts. You are the Jets. I am, yes. All right. You know, Sam Darnold, you, you really hate to see what's happened there. I feel so bad for the kid. He just feels like he needs a change of scenery. You guys probably need to move on from him. Yeah, I'd agree um, with that. Yeah, you know, I, look, how does 53 and 125 sound for him? 53 and 125. Okay, so I get a, a mid-second round pick, and I get an early day three pick uh, for Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. I, I would really like to get a first round value. And I understand that, that Chris, you're trying to be thrifty here and you, you don't want to go too high in, uh, but I'm not sure that a return of, of 53, which is in the back half of the second round. And then a back half of the fourth round pick is going to give me the return that I would like to get for Sam. And I know there's going to be teams uh, that are going to come back around the second time through the cycle who are quarterback hungry that are going to you know call me up once pick 32 comes in. And uh, there might be a little bit of a renewed sense of urgency there. So I'm just being transparent with where my headspace is at. So are you taking my deal? No, I, I would like to. So you 21 has to be part of this deal is what I, you're saying. I'm not saying 21 has to be a part of the deal, but I would like equivalent value to a first round return on investment. And if I use the trade value chart, crafted by jimmy johnson it's a great little tool you know helps keep these things in perspective uh 53 is valued at 370 points 125 um which is a late four is only 47 points so you're offering me a fringe top 50 value pick right now yeah i just think about you know what jimmy garoppolo was was dealt for and i i feel like I've, i've i've offered you even more Can I get uh, 84 instead of 125? So you would take 53 and 84. If I took 53 and 84, that would be the value of 540 points, which at least puts me at 36 on the trade value chart as the equivalent value. It's not what I would ideally like to get. Ideally, I'd like to get an extra 100 points or so worth of value, which would put me up to like 29. Uh, But that would be like an early fourth round pick. And I know you don't have an early fourth round pick. So instead of being a hard ass on you and saying, hey, why don't you just give me a 2024 and we'll call it even in addition to 53 and 84, I would do the deal if you were willing to do 53 and 84. And then that way you don't have to call up Minnesota here and start getting into giving up a future one to get in front of New England for a lesser quarterback in in my personal opinion, having seen Sam up close for a few years and in Mac Jones. Done. Great. I'll turn in the card. Thanks. All right. So the first, the order, first round draft order is unaffected, but I think it's important to get that deal out of the way. Yeah. You know, 
Sam, uh, Sam's a cult. All right, so now you still have to make a pick for the Vikings. Poor yeah. Vikings fans are like, what did we we just been waiting all the show long to get to our pick? And it's then we gonna got be time. Sam Cosby. Sam Cosby's gonna be the pick tackle from from uh Texas. Uh the only other team that you know maybe was interested once we checked the box with Indianapolis was uh Chicago, but I have a feeling Chicago's gonna have a deal go through tomorrow that involves a quarterback out of Philadelphia. So um once that leverage was kind of gone, you know, I'm doing the, the count in my head on like who are the teams in front of Indy in the draft order that that got left at the altar. And I didn't have too many names other than like maybe San Francisco and San Francisco could have technically come in and got involved on the Sam Darnold stuff, but uh, they're not that much further ahead than the Colts. So we'll go with Sam Cosme here at 14. Be done with it. New England Patriots pick 15. Whew. We can't, we can't do Jarrett Stidham, man. We can't, we can't do it. Right. Can't happen. There are much better prospects to be picked than Mac Jones, a quarterback from Alabama. Sign a free agent at quarterback. Andy Dalton. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't want Fitz to go to the Patriots, man. I know he's too likable to go to New England, but maybe we would get a full year of Fitz tragic if it happened. Well, with the receivers they have, it'd yeah. it be hard not to yeah. be. Yeah. Kobe Myers is your number one. That's challenging. Um, I'll be a little bit more predictive with this. What did we listen to Jim Nagy talk about with, with Mac Jones on, on the podcast Monday? He talked about the thing about him is he's so smart and, um, you know, he's able to take information from the classroom and apply it on the field very quickly. And you know, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick are tight and, Belichick just watched Mac Jones win save in the national championship. I wouldn't do it, but I think there's a chance. And I think this makes sense for the purposes of this scenario. Let's give them Mac Jones quarterback from Alabama, give them a trigger man that can facilitate that offense. Now the onus on is on them to take that cap space that they have and find some friggin' playmakers that gives him a chance to, uh, you know, lead a, a reasonable offense 16 last pick today uh is there cardinals it's been reported that they're getting ready to move on from patrick peterson this offseason which only further accentuates the need for corners in arizona pass happy division go ahead and give me jc horn corner south carolina big physical plays in your face uh, has all the size that you want on the outside, not dissimilar to a Patrick Peterson. He's not the athlete that Patrick Peterson is, but that's why Patrick Peterson was Patrick Peterson for a decade. Uh, so give me J.C. Horn as a fill-in and heir to CB1 there in Arizona. Chris, can you give us a quick rundown? Sure, gentlemen. Sure, I can absolutely. What happened do that. today? The chaos that happened. A lot happened. So bear with me as I try to go through this. Trevor Lawrence off the board at one. Zach Wilson off the board at two. We have a trade at three. The Carolina Panthers trade with the Miami Dolphins. They move up to take Justin Fields. The Falcons take Jamar Chase. Penny Sewell goes number five to the Cincinnati Bengals. Kyle Pitts off the board six to the Philadelphia Eagles. Washington football team, they move up to seven to take Trey Lance. Jalen Waddell, eight to the Dolphins, the other part of that, that Carolina trade. Patrick Sertan going number nine to the Denver Broncos. Caleb Farley, 10 to the Dallas Cowboys. Devonta Smith 
11 to the New York Giants, Rayshon Slater, number 12 to the San Francisco 49ers, Christian Darsar, 13 to the Los Angeles Chargers, Samuel Cosme, 14 to the Minnesota Vikings, Mac Jones, 15 to the New England Patriots, and Kyle, you just selected J.C. Horn, number 16 to the Arizona Cardinals. Second half coming tomorrow. Set your calendars accordingly. Make sure you don't miss it. This episode of Draft Dudes is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're now available exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. Come on back tomorrow for the second half of the first round.